0: Episode two oh six of the local meta. My name is Fletcher. And
1: I'm John.
0: John, how you doing, man?
1: I'm doing alright.
0: You got pizza on the way, so life could be worse, right?
1: This is true. <laughs> well, the funny thing is I wasn't actually planning on like eating dinner today, because like earlier uh this is episode 207, by the way. You said to six. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: welcome to episode two hundred seven of the Locometa. My name is Fletcher,
1: and I'm John.
0: <laughs> so, what were you saying about your pizza? Uh, <laughs> I'm literally uh, going to cut that piece out and stick it in the front.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, was I talking about? We? Oh, I wasn't even going to eat pizza. Okay, <laughs> but I decided to. um I decided to, or I just made, like, butter noodles earlier today at, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And I was just, like, you know, laying down watching TV. I'm like, I am totally should eat something more than butter noodles today. So I decided to order some Sammy's, so.
0: Not a bad, not a bad idea.
1: I haven't eaten Sammy's in, like, a year. Over a year. I know for a fact I haven't eaten Sammy's since before the pandemic, so. It'll be a nice change of pace. It's it's fine. It's fine. Yes, fine. Yeah, a good way of putting it.
0: Of course, I'm also one of those pizza who people who, pizza <laughs> people who is who thinks pizza is super overrated.
1: Pizza is fine. Yeah, it really
0: is. It's just fine, and and I also think pizza has an, has a more compressed quality differential than people want to admit.
1: Yeah, I mean there's some bad pizza
0: there's some bad pizza and there's some good pizza but the difference between bad pizza and good pizza is not as giant of a gap as people make it sound like
1: no like like i won't eat little caesars because i think it's utter trash but (laughs) it would take very little to make little caesars be edible in my mind
0: yeah you
1: know like change literally any one of their core ingredients and suddenly it's like all right this is now worth eating
0: yeah I think people also don't like it. Then when I followed up with them, I'm like, yeah, I think steak has a huge quality differential. And people are just like, but pizza. Yeah, never mind. All right. There's our hot take for the episode. So speaking of hot takes, um, talking more about Modern Horizons 2. <laughs> um, so we're going to hit up flavor, our miscellaneous cards, and then talk about all the, some of the fun reprints we have in this set. Um, should we just get to it?
1: Let's get to it. Alright.
0: Get to it. So on on topic, our first card is late to dinner. <laughs> uh, so it's three and a white for a sorcery. Return target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield, create a food token. Um So whatever there's text and stuff on it. Did did you look at the art of this card and go, is this an uncard? <laughs>
1: No, I looked at the art of this card and wondered if it was supposed to be a great Muppet Show reference. Because <laughs> that's what these two remind me of. I love it. I because love it. You can, t- you can totally see one of them dying and still showing up to heckle. Oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't remember man. their names, so I'm not going to. Uh, make... Statler and Waldorf. Stat. okay, yeah. yeah.
0: Not that I've watched a lot of Muppet Show, but <laughs> I love the Muppet Show. But, like,. This card just seems like like I looked at this card. I'm like this. I I think I saw a spoiler for this card, and I was like, "Oh, it's a card from Custom Magic." Uh And then I like I'm like, like this has to be fake. (laughs) Like, but why would somebody fake a dumb common? Yeah. Like and then like like it's like (laughs) I don't know. Like this this card just seems like utter nonsense, and that's the only reason I put it on the flavor list.
1: Uh, Honestly, flavor wise, this card is fantastic. The flavor text also great. Yeah, true, it
0: is. But like, it's just like.
1: Like, uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of this card. Yeah. For those who don't know, it's a rhino sitting down to have dinner with the ghost of an elephant. Mm-hmm. Because the elephant died.
0: <laughs> yep. And also the card, late to dinner. Yeah. So, you know, it's just, the card's a whole giant pun, but it's just utter nonsense. That's what it is. So, all right. That's it's all I solved. got
1: for that one. <laughs> all right. Next up, we have Hard Evidence. <laughs> blue for a sorcery, create a zero-three 3 blue crab creature token and investigates. <laughs> I think uh, I put
0: this card on the list, or did you?
1: I'm pretty sure you did. Yeah, I did,
0: because look at that goddamn crab.
1: That crab is adorable.
0: That little crabby boy.
1: <laughs> this card is actually, this card is sweet. This card yeah. is a very humorous pun. <laughs> it's just very humorous.
0: <laughs> it's. It's another one of those cards, like the last one, where it's like yeah, you know, like you can't yeah. even like uh,
1: okay. Like there's not terribly much to say about it, but it's sweet. No.
0: Alright. Yeah. I just I just said also that crab.
1: Yeah, that crab. Honestly the card's also like pretty good. Really? I mean suppose it makes
0: it a, it's a. it's it's a crack and hatch thing with upside.
1: It is a blue um Thraven Inspector.
0: Oh yeah, totally. That's
1: right. I mean Thraven Inspector is one a modern event so yeah. not saying it was good but it was still something right yeah i suppose yeah. all right uh next up we have phantasmal dread <laughs>
0: pretty sure i got you to read this one sorry yeah. <laughs> two,
1: well. blue, two blue blue for a six six creature dinosaur illusion with trample and whenever Phantasmal dread maw becomes target of spell or ability sacrifice it Flavor text. That was perhaps the most terrifying thing I thought I almost saw. Captain <laughs> Lannery Storm. Love it. Dreadmaw is just eternal.
0: I love it. I, I like. And like, this is just a legit phantasmal card, too.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, this This plays perfectly in what the phantasmal cards are, right? Mm-hmm. Which is under costed yep. with a massive downside. Yep. You know, like, yep. what if where you, you look still at them
0: funny they... and they go away. Yeah.
1: If if we still played, like, Kitchen Table Casual, this would definitely go in my Phantasmal Dudes deck.
0: Oh, heck yeah. Which I wish we played Kitchen Table Casual, but I know you can't anymore.
1: Yeah, I can't bring myself to be a plebeian.
0: Yep. But, I don't know. I li- I, I like that they made the, the callback to that card.
1: Yeah. I mean, they've also reprinted that card, like, three times in three sets. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's true.
1: Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah.
0: Alright, uh, next up we have Delkin Infiltrator, one in a blue for a 1-3 creature, Videlkin Rogue. Uh, it can't be blocked, and it has Metalcraft. It gets plus one, plus zero, as long as you control three or more artifacts. Flavor Text and Expert always keeps their tools close at hand.
1: I hate this art so much. <laughs> like, I can handle like the the cliche cyber thing where like the dude's hands like explode into a middle like a million little yeah fingertips. For some reason this the complete you. and total lack of symmetry on the hands messes with it's... me so much. Uh, and like the art is almost too realistic.
0: Almost too creepy. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like
0: Aren't the supposed to have six fingers.
1: Uh, Vidalkins on Miradin have six fingers. I don't okay. think they have six fingers on Ravnica. Ravnica, okay. but this has Metalcraft, so it should be. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know. Yeah, it's probably should have more fingers, but yeah, that would you just have a be more creepy things. It's like
0: not supposed to be, but it kind of has that whole body horror thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's just like one of those things, like, just a bunch of little things It's just kind of mm-hmm. irk ya a little.
0: Yeah, they're just going to get...
1: It's, it's it's just a little
0: unsettling. Yeah. <laughs> Alright.
1: Next up, we have Sinister Starfish. One in the black for a 3 creature starfish with tap surveil 1. Flavor text, throw that one back. I don't like how it's looking at me.
0: <laughs> uh, Alright. Alright. One of my favorite cards ever is Sigiled Starfish. Yep, this is... This this is just... Yeah, this is just just naughty Scryfish. And I love it. Like, surveil... I mean, surveil on on it like this is a super cool mechanic, put it in black. Plus the whole flavor of it is just awesome. I I do love the whole... I don't like how it's looking at me. Yeah. I...
1: I, when I saw this card, I mainly thought of you because I remembered your love of the Scryfish.
0: Oh, Scryfish is just one of those cards that I just like. It's just a, it's just an awesome card. I don't care what anyone says.
1: So, if the other one is the Scryfish, is this one the Diefish?
0: I'm okay with that. <laughs> uh,
1: I mean, there's there's definitely dead things around it. So.
0: There it definitely is has dead things around it, and it has. Yeah, it looks scary as heck, but I don't know. Love the call. Love the, the call out to another card. That's a dope card. All right. Uh, next up, we have Young Necromancer, uh, four and a black for a two-three creature human warlock. When Young Necromancer enters the battlefield, you may exile two cards from your graveyard. When you do, return target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. Who needs imaginary friends when you've got dead ones? <laughs> Um, obviously I'm just a fan about this because it's the, the young pyromancer, but for Liliana, obviously the arts is super cool. I I like the, the design of the art and everything in that same vein as young pyromancer. And also the effect isn't bad.
1: Well, the effect is solid. Yep. So, you know me. Are we, is there a card missing? Oh, the... Never mind. I did I read hard evidence into Phantasmal Dreadma? Yeah, you did. Oh. All right, whatever. You can like,
0: you can you can skip one and let me cover <laughs> the one you want me to cover. <laughs> <laughs> Jerk.
1: Why would you ever think I'm trying to make you do that?
0: Why would why would I ever think that, right? Don't worry. I'll cover it. So, uh, <laughs> I'll take care of it.
1: <laughs> sorry, to talk about the actual yep. card you wanted to talk about. Uh <laughs> Yeah. Uh, young Necrom- Liliana is now the second Planeswalker to have a fan club member, basically. Yep. Because this is not Liliana herself, just like Young nope. Pyromancer is not Chandra herself. It's just yep. someone who thinks they're cool yep. and wants to be like them.
0: Yep. I, li- I I dig it. And somebody showed the, like, um, oh, there was like a, a blown up art of it or something like that. Um. Uh... I'm trying to remember, and the, the, like, the detail on it was just stupid, obviously, because, you know, uh, but the, I think the medallion has, yeah, the medallion has a picture of, uh on the the it has a picture of Liliana on it. Nope. Yeah. So, it's, it's super sweet. It's and good to have heroes. It's <laughs> the right heroes.
1: <laughs> the questionable heroes. <laughs> the something heroes. <laughs> uh...
0: I'm a fan of Liliana. All right. Uh,
1: Next up, I think, is also a card that you put on here. Yep, I did. Glimmerbairn. Green for a 1-2 creature. Oof. Sacrifice token. It gets plus 2, plus 2 until the end of turn. Clever text. Tricks and treats. Souls and sweets on wooded path. Who shall we meet? All right. That's a a really good rhyme, actually. It
0: is, actually. Uh, What the hell is this? It's an oof. Yeah, but, like, that art. I have, (laughs) like... That's like secret lair
1: art. Yeah. I can I see that. Like, uh, what What is this nonsense? In defense, this is the same person who did the art for a Meeboid changeling. They kind of have a thing for being weird.
0: I'm like, I don't even know if I know a Meeboid changeling.
1: You definitely know its face.
0: And now I'm thinking I know it. Ah, yes, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait, okay, yeah,
1: yeah, okay, Funny so, enough, this still. is very much like this art is not in their style of art. Yeah, their art is a lot more Seb McKinnon adjacent. Probably, is I was how gonna I say, I'm it.
0: looking, I'm looking at the art that I like. Some of the art I recognize because it's uh, uh, what was it, Neil's Hand? Yep, and it's like aberrant researcher and. Baleful Strix uh, is the one that's yeah, like... Yeah, Baleful Strix. That's and, very much
1: like their art style in my mind.
0: Yeah, Dark Betrayal, Death Baron, like those are some sort uh, of... Uh, Dead Bridge Shaman, or like Delver of Secrets. Yeah. There we go. Like yeah, So it's like those, that style, yeah. So this is like really weird, like looking yeah, this, at all the other ones. This stands
1: out compared to their normal style of art. Yeah. It stands it's, out in a good way stands up it's still creepy it's like it's yeah I'll, I'll agree with that definitely still creepy yeah
0: I don't know it's just like it's one of another one of those arts that I saw for this I'm like what the biscuits is this so all right uh, you literally rigged you literally did try to rig this although didn't you I'll read the next two just to make maybe it. <laughs> you're a bitch and I love it um <laughs> Okay, uh so next up we have a Timeless Witness, two green green for a 2/1 creature human shaman when Timeless Witness enters the battlefield, return target card from your graveyard to your hand, eternalize for five green green.
1: So, I really really dig this card because mm-hmm. obviously it is a reference to Eternal Witness. Yep. And this is now an eternalizing capable Eternal Witness. <laughs> Like this is, and it's, ob- it's it is obviously worse than Eternal Witness, right? Oh
0: yeah, yeah, Which, yeah. Which,
1: to be fair, four mana for this effect is still good. The fact that it has Eternalize gives it like, you know, in EDH, it's just another way of doing mm-hmm. it.
0: I mean, having having its recursion built in is something. Yeah. But
1: I think this card's sweet.
0: It's it's a cool card. The callbacks really good. Art's dope. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Next up.
1: I kind of want to see if I can say this.
0: As, as Maran- did The <inaudible> car.
1: <laughs> yeah, I had a stroke. <laughs> are, are we ready? Yep. Asmorano, Mardica, Diastina, Kaldekadar. Koldica, wow. All right. Pill- the car There we go. All right. Asmorano, as 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 Mor- as Mardica, Diastina, liber- the car Okay. So, Asmor. (laughs) 3-3,
0: legendary creature, human, wizard. Um, It is a black-red card. It has no mana cost. Um, Not zero mana cost, no mana cost. Um, As long as you've discarded a card this turn, you may pay a Rakdos to cast this card. Uh, When Asmor enters the battlefield, you may search your library for a card named the Underworld Cookbook, reveal it, put it into your hand, and then shuffle, sacrifice two foods... Target creature deals six damage to itself. <laughs> uh.
1: So, Asmora is actually like a super popular character from lore in mm-hmm. yeah in Magic. Uh, she is the writer of the Underworld Cookbook, which has been referenced on yep. a few different cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, just for those who are wondering, the Underworld Cookbook is one mana for a tap, discard a card, create a food token, and four taps, sacrifice, return target creature card from your graveyard to your hand. So, cool. a little bit of graveyard finickiness going on there. Mm-hmm. So, there actually is a he- big story about this card. It's not just known in flavor texts. Mm-hmm. She apparently summoned a lord of the pits named Vincent. <laughs> and, like, they made a deal for something, and then Vincent, and she, and like he was gonna take her soul, and she's like, what if I just cook food for you for, like, a hundred years? And So he took her down to hell to cook food for him, but the problem is she couldn't get normal ingredients. So she found ways to cook so many random things that you would find in hell for food. (laughs) (laughs) Like, the actual Mm. story and lore behind this card is utterly fascinating. Like, Uh, how do you have a Lord of the Pit named Vincent?
0: right like that's honestly the place where i stop but yeah exactly like everything else makes perfect sense i'm like oh yeah okay but i'm like it's like hey i'm a giant evil demon that is gonna suck out your soul name's vincent
1: like, i mean to be fair Vincent kind of does sound like an evil person's name
0: i get it but it's like this is my hellhound over here Stevo. like
1: <laughs> i mean i would probably name a hellhound that that's... i mean i
0: i would 100 <laughs> percent
1: if Ark has shown you anything, I am a big fan of the most weird names for things.
0: Oh, my single player game, I literally have a, have a, uh, I think it's an iguanodon named Stevo.
1: Everyone knows the best names is for the Parasaurs, where I started naming them all off of Crest's toothpaste brands. <laughs> uh, God, yeah. I hate that T-Rex. All right. <laughs> uh,
0: But, yeah. So... This card, though, um, it's it's they figured out a way to fit the name on the type the, the name line. <laughs> so,
1: yeah. Props did to they, them. Did they have to shrink? Oh yeah, they just <laughs> getting rid of the mana cost. They just got rid of the mana so cost. Boom, space. we did it. Yeah. That is actually a really creative way to do it. So.
0: Yeah, exactly, because that was what, something that they were like uh, trying to figure out how to handle was mm. if they ever wanted to make the card. Um, also, I'm pretty sure I saw somebody posted a thing on reddit one time. Uh, cause there's, there's like some decks being built with this. All right. And, um, it uses this card in the name and everything. And it threw off all the formatting of like, <laughs> the, um, the like deck listings and stuff like that <laughs> on the page. I, uh, because the name is so long.
1: Not surprised. You are, you are something that we I want to mention that is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, it's we unfortunately we're not going to talk about the card because we already, mm-hmm. we talked about it last week, yep. but damn, yep. Uh, if you cast it or see someone's hand in MTGO, and you have a filter on for swearing, mm-hmm. it stars that it stars out the name of the card. Uh, that's awesome. It considers it to be a swear word.
0: That is cool. <laughs> that is awesome. I love it. It is oh, hilarious. Man. That's great.
1: They were yeah. giving uh, Watsy shit for that. So, yeah.
0: all right. Now all we have to do is have somebody name this a pithing needle. Yep. All right. <laughs> Too bad they changed the rules on that. Yeah. So
1: fortunately, they changed the rules, so you just have to yeah. be able to explain what the card yeah.
0: is. For- fortunately, we'll actually say that. Yeah. That yeah. Fortunately. Thing, so. Okay. <laughs> all right.
1: So next up, we have Terminal Agony.
0: That sounds pleasant.
1: Two black red sorcery destroy target creature madness for red and black so this is terminate mm-hmm. at instant speed if you madness it yep uh flavor text his mouth melted to slag yet somehow he kept screaming <laughs> yep <laughs> oh my god <laughs>
0: yeah i'm like well that's metal
1: <laughs> like all I can think of when I read this was, like, the whole, like, way of executing someone where you just pour molten metal down their throat. Yeah. It's
0: like, uh... Oh, my God. Yeah, also, that art is brutal as heck.
1: The art is brutal. The, the, the one nice thing about the art is it's so brutal that you're almost, like, you don't really appreciate what is actually going on. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> but that like, flavor text, whoever wrote that flavor text, give him a gold star.
1: Yeah, that... Person also possibly a trip to psych- a psychiatrist if they're being yeah, right. themselves, but you know, props to them for being them.
0: Yeah, but honestly, like, yeah, I, I saw that one and I was like, oh man, the card's
1: dope. But yeah, I I really really like the flavor text. So. Yeah, me too,
0: in a bad way. Yeah, <laughs> it's All just it
1: gets the point across.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, next up we have a fodder tosser. Uh, it's an artifact for three mana. Tap discard a card, fodder tosser deals two damage to target player or planeswalker. In event of siege, load copiously with hot with colon, hot oil, cannonballs, caltrops, rubble, old swords, mess hall leftovers, chamber pots, broken chairs, salt, cousin furt, <laughs> dot, dot, dot 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 trebuchet instructions. <laughs>
1: This is obviously a reference to Fodder Cannon, yep. which is one of my favorite, like, cards that are... It's basically a goblin card that is not a goblin card. Yeah, right. Um, like, yeah. I believe the reference to Cousin Furt is actually... Also, the, cousin Fert is a reference to both fodder cannon and something else.
0: Okay, because the the flavor text on fodder, on fodder cannon is step one find your cousin, step two get cousin get your cousin in the cannon, step three find another cousin.
1: <laughs> yeah, the but the re- the reference to Fert is actually from another goblin card that I can't remember the name of. I can't even like think what it was, but it was like throw swords at him, throw rocks at him, throw Furt at him. So... <laughs> So they actually managed to combine multiple different goblin uh, flavor text in one, which is really nice. Let's see here. Let's see, goblin lookout.
0: Is that? Were you able to look it up?
1: Oh yeah, (laughs) throw throw rocks at him, throw spears at him, throw furt at him.
0: There you go. (laughs) All the callbacks.
1: Yeah, all the like this card purely exists to make me happy. (laughs)
0: <laughs> but, I mean pretty much right.
1: I, uh, also it works really good with squee.
0: I mean what what doesn't?
1: <laughs>
0: what? Anything that kills uh, him over and over again.
1: Yeah. This is this one's perfect though because it makes it discard. And he goes uh, back to your hand. Uh,
0: <laughs> uh, no, all 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 right. I can think, sorry, all I can think about is squee from legends right now. Um, <laughs> yep. alright so, um, that's all our flavor cards. Yeah. Uh, some good. I mean, modern horizon sets have good flavor, like yes. any other supplemental set, we wouldn't have been able to do this.
1: Yeah. There, there I mean, is a lot of, of there is a lot of other like pretty decent, like, uh, flavor references. Yeah. You know, but we kind of split them up amongst other things, you know, like yeah. there are We're, like some are of them are just
0: good cards too.
1: <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of good flavor cards in mechanical, yeah. like the flavor of unmarked grave, yeah. you know, Mm-hmm. only entombs a non legendary creature, which is perfect, yep.
0: right? So, yeah, right. You know like it's just there's there's a lot yeah, a lot a lot of good stuff there. So all right. Should we hop on to the random miscellaneous cards we want to talk about?
1: Yeah, random miscellaneous references time. All so, right. So we we got healers flock. <laughs> white, white, white for a three three creature bird with flying and lifelink. <laughs> three three healers hawks stapled together. <laughs> yep. Which is just perfect for the name. Yeah, right. So they just they hit it they hit it just right. So Watsy needs to do something for me. It's very, very important. Mm-hmm. When they came out with the Lanor Elves... <laughs> I don't remember what it's actually called. Uh Tribe. Lanor Tribe. When they came out with Lanar Tribe, everyone was like making jokes about other cards. You could just staple three of them together. Mm-hmm. And one of them was Colossal Dreadmaw. So you had, an, <laughs> you had an 18 mana, 18, 18 trample Colossal Dreadmaw. <laughs> for the love of God, Watsi, put that card in a set. The Colossalist of Dreadmaws. <laughs> I need it in my life. Uh, I don't even care if it's an uncard. card Please do it.
0: Just make it uh...
1: That would make it like the second most expensive card in all of Magic. I
0: love how an 18 mana card would be the second most expensive.
1: I mean, you know, there's weird things out there, so. (laughs) I mean, yeah.
0: Okay. (laughs) All right. Next up we have Out of Time. Uh, so, one white white for an enchantment. When out of time enters the battlefield, untap all creatures, then phase them out until out of time leaves the battlefield. Put a time counter on out of time for each creature phased out this way. It has Vanishing. So, that's how they come back then. Yep. Um, cool effect. I like this. Uh, funny thing is is that I have a custom card that I'm pretty sure I actually stole from somewhere on Custom Magic. Um, because the name was too perfect, that ba- that uh, basically did this. It ex- it uh, exiled our creatures and then returned to the battlefield like four turns later or something like that. I, okay. uh, I can't remember what it was. Or something like that. Um, but it was called uh, Epoch Ellipse. So like E-P-O-C-H yep. Ellipse. And um uh, they missed out on that name on this card.
1: <laughs> or they saw that card and they're just like, alright, we can't blatantly copy it Uh, they should
0: have because that name is dope as hell but uh also this card's cool card's cool and i like it
1: this card is really sweet actually yeah it really i I really appreciate how the more behind you are Mm -hmm. the more time this buys you yep you know like that is something really sweet and like you can actually feed your own creatures into it if you just need Mm -hmm. to like buy like another turn or two if you're like concerned about it and stuff like that yeah, like this plays so differently than like every other board wipe Watsy has ever made.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Even though it is basically just a board wipe,
0: just a board wipe,
1: just a nobody board
0: wipe. nobody plays just board wipes.
1: I also really appreciate that it is um it phases them out, so there's no blink yeah. shenanigans going That's on. That's a
0: really uh, like them adding phasing technology, in like they did again, is actually really beneficial.
1: Yeah, like if if. Because you could abuse this for yourself if this Mm -hmm. had blink-based, like, if this blinked them, you know, exiled and brought them back. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Just because of the, uh, you know, you'd be like, oh, wipe my own board, and then just find a way to destroy your own enchantment. Suddenly, everything comes in. Like, this is almost purely a defensive card, but it's a really powerful defensive card. Mm Yeah. Cool. All right so next up we have a timeless dragon three white white for a five five creature dragon with plane cycling for two and eternalize for two light white this is yet another card that was originally it was the eternal dragon which was the slowest value engine that has ever existed <laughs> Where you could plane cycle it, and then spend like 5 mana to get it back out of your graveyard to your hands.
0: Only during your upkeep, right?
1: Probably.
0: <laughs> I just think if it's an old card. like
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, like it was really, really slow card advantage. But it was card advantage, and it actually did see play. Mm-hmm. And so once again, they took a card that had Eternal in its name, and... Made it made timeless. It, <laughs> yeah. They made it timeless, and now it has the ability to do the uh, Eternalize thing, which is also mm-hmm. sweet. So, I mean, like, this is just solid mm-hmm. card advantage if you are in white, you know? Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: turn two, pitch this, get a planes. you know, turn four, you Eternalize a 4-4 four, four Flying Dragon. Like, right. it's not, that's nothing to shake a stick at. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's just solid on its own, too, right? Like, five mana, five-five Flyer, which then Eternalizes back as a 4-4 for four mana. Mhm. That's sweet.
0: Okay. okay. All right. Next up, we have Dress Down, one and a blue for an enchantment with Flash. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, draw a card. Dope. Uh, creatures lose all abilities. At the beginning of the end step, sacrifice Dress Down.
1: This card.
0: This card's weird.
1: <laughs> is powerful question mark no. <laughs> I mean it has to be right? I mean it has to be? question mark <laughs> It's like oh you flash the like creatures lose all abilities. They lose mana abilities, they lose yep. everything. They,
0: they so they would lose CDAs, wouldn't they? No.
1: <laughs> I'd, uh, I'd have to
0: look at the rules on that again.
1: Yeah, I have no idea.
0: I'm trying to I'm trying to like Remember it out. Uh, now I gotta look at the release notes. I didn't read through them super close. So, <laughs> all right. Um, I'm guessing it will, but I don't know. Alright, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't say here. But apparently if Dressdown becomes a creature it will lose all its all its own abilities along with other creatures and includes the, the triggered ability that causes it to become sacrificed.
1: <laughs> mm. Figure that out. so, so wait, timestamps matter, right? Uh so, not
0: sure. I don't So like so. if
1: you play a creature after this is already in play, the creature would have its ability.
0: Uh Um, If an effect grants an ability after Dressdown has entered the battlefield, it won't lose that ability. For example, if a land becomes a creature while Dressdown is on the battlefield, it will still still gain any abilities given to it by the effect that animated it. It will, however, lose any abilities it already had. Yeah. This card's weird.
1: Yeah, like, the the rules on this card, I have questions. Yeah,
0: I have a lot of questions. Because, yeah, that's why I'm like, does it, you know... You know, kill your star stars and stuff like that. Yeah. So weird card. It does things.
1: I feel like it doesn't kill your star stars because I feel like we've talked about something else before that characteristic characteristic defining abilities are just in a different layer from normal abilities. I feel like you're right because I remember that came up in ta- conversation about something.
0: Yeah, I, f- I think I think you're right with that one. That's what I was about, but whatever. There's too much to unpack with this card right now, but it's weird. We saw it's weird. We mentioned it's weird.
1: We talk way too much about really obscure rules.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that we know nothing about.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Alright. Next card. Suspend. Blue. Instant. Exile target creature and put two time counters on it. If it doesn't have suspend, it gains suspend. Being of its owner's upkeep, they remove a time counter. When the last is removed, they play it without playing its mana cost. If it's a creature, it has haste. Time moves in mysterious ways. It, does, it doesn't do it.
0: Yeah, so suspend is it gives creatures suspend. Ta-da. Yep. <laughs> this guy, I don't know. I, I like it. I think it's cool.
1: It is a really interesting form of removal. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, buys you a couple turns. It's only one blue. Like, one blue disrupt someone's like creature based combo is actually something.
0: I mean, yeah, might it might as well just be search the plowshares, right?
1: I mean, if you can end the turn, end the game in two turns, sure. <laughs> I
0: don't know. I think it's cool. I like the keyword name cards too. I think that's actually kind of nifty.
1: Yeah, this card's cool. I like yep. it.
0: All right. Uh, next up, we have Break the Ice, black black for a sorcery destroy target land that is snow or could produce colorless overload for black black. Uh, so love the sinkhole reference um also this card is just cool
1: this card is cool playing snow lance is not free i don't care what anyone says it has never been free and now it really isn't now it really isn't free (laughs) Because you know there's going to be someone who's just like they're playing black, and, like I got four of these in my sideboard, man. I want to get it, especially because this hates out Tron lands.
0: Oh yeah, people, like, people when they saw this card, they're like, "heck yeah!" Like Reddit has just this giant circle jerk over hating on Tron, so yeah. they were just, just shitting themselves with joy, like. So yeah, yeah like I don't know. This, I, I think this card's just probably going to show up in some places as Tron hate.
1: Hey, it's distinctly possible, right? Like, yeah people already played cards like Fulminator Rage as Tronite, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like, and there are some decks that just, if you're playing Fulminator Mage, you 50, 50% of the time, you are a turn too slow. Yeah. Because you are playing your third lands to cast Fulminator Mage after they've already played their third land and cast card.
0: Yeah, right. The, the, the game is a little lopsided at that point.
1: Yeah, like, this just gets around that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, it does have the, the side you know, hate towards Snowlands if you really wanna like mm-hmm. if you really think that you wanna board in a sinkhole against a snow deck, it is yeah. technically an option available to you. Or
0: or an apocalypse against a snow deck, I don't know, but by that time it's like if if you here's the deal, if you cast this for, for six mana and against a snow deck, like, congrats. Like you, achievement like, achievement unlocked.
1: Yeah, you have to have already been winning, right? You, yeah, yeah, you have
0: to have already been way ahead that game. Because yeah. you should be dead already.
1: Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> I don't know. But it still would be sweet. It's like when you cast boil against me.
1: <laughs> yeah. I did kind of maneuver you into a point where that would be really good.
0: Yeah. that was It was very intentional. But, like, you know.
1: <laughs> it, it was also one of those, like, I probably was winning
0: anyways. <laughs> I mean, true. But also, you know. it's just the rub Like, yeah cast this boil with my, you know, basic lands or whatever, and, like, <laughs> make me bin $2,000 with the lands.
1: Yeah, cast a boil, <laughs> proceed to Rashad and Port, your one basic swamp.
0: Yeah, Good times.
1: Good times. Fair, I had fair, fun. Fair and balanced magic.
0: <laughs> Somebody had fun.
1: Both teams tried very hard. <laughs> yeah, the
0: person playing Rashad and Port had fun. No one else <laughs> did. <laughs> Alright. Yeah.
1: Okay. Alright. Next up, we have Blazing Rootwalla. Blue. Blazing, red for a one-one creature lizard. Red Blazing Rootwalla gets plus two plus zero until land of turn. I think it only has only once each turn. Madness for zero. Woo-hoo. I love Rootwallas. I really don't know why. <laughs> I, just, I really like Rootwallas in in Magic. Root I love it Like because they always have a really really cost efficient pump effect. Yep, you can only ever do it once. Mm -hmm. Like that's the whole that's the whole shtick, right? Like you can only ever do it once. Mm -hmm. And this does the same thing. Also, I just love madness.
0: Madness zero.
1: (laughs) Madness for zero is just awesome. You know, like I liked Frostwalla in the last set. I like Blazing Rootwalla in this. Like one red for plus two plus zero is not nothing.
0: No, that's good. I mean, I've seen I've seen um cards in in normal sets where you you pay three mana for that.
1: Yeah. So. So. That's
0: dope. That's dope. Alright. Next up, uh, they they finally got it right. Uh, Not too big, not too small. They have Gargadon. (laughs) Just Gargadon. Straight up. (laughs) Gargadon. five red red for a seven five beast uh it has trample and suspend four for one and a one and uh sorry one into red there we are
1: this card's sweet
0: yeah i get a kick out of it they had greater gargadon they had lesser gargadon and now we we baby bared it and they they got just gargadon
1: it's just They're right. like yo gargadon's up in this bitch
0: yeah uh that's cute i don't know i get a kick out of it
1: yep yeah. Also, just a, just a reminder to those who don't read Suspend as often as they should, it does give the creature haste. It gives
0: the creature haste. I'm pretty sure I won a game because
1: of that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I distinctly remember in the first Modern Horizons, I had my one dude come off Suspend, and I turned everything sideways, and the guy who's a really good Magic player, he's like, that doesn't have haste. I'm like, yes, it does. He's like, what? I'm like, yeah, read Suspend. Yeah. My white creature has haste. Get wrecked. So <laughs> yes. okay. good. Yeah. I won that game.
0: Sweet. But, <laughs> yeah. So we got our we got our garganons happening here. So. Alright. Uh, uh,
1: next up, we have Kaleidoscorch. One red sorcery. Converge. Kaleidoscorch deals X damage to any target where X is the number of colors of, of mana spent to cast a spell flashback for four and a red. I love the name Kaleidoscorch.
0: It's a dope name, dope art. And honestly, so here's the deal. Converge is a cool mechanic.
1: Converge that is a was, dope mechanic. That
0: was used incredibly poorly when they first had it come out. Yes. Like, I wouldn't mind seeing Converge come back in a set that actually supported Converge in a not-nonsense way. Mm-hmm. And like cards like this, obviously this flashback, but you know, even if it was just this card, like are cool cards, you know.
1: Mm. Everything. But, this card is like just solidly good in any deck that is not mono red, right? Yeah. Like you don't even like you don't even need to be playing five color for this card to be good because two mana deal two to a creature mm-hmm. or to any target already solid. Yep. Five mana flashback deal two to any target is also still solid. I still
0: still play like, it. Yep
1: what is it firebolt is the like seven mana flashback deal too
0: yeah something like that yeah, or i'm that uh card. yeah i think it's firebolt
1: yeah like that card sees play in like cubes of yeah, right? vintage and legacy power level yep never underestimate the value of just being able to flash card back for pitiful damage yeah like i,
0: th- I think people when they look at stuff i know i did at least when i was first looking at flashback we're looking at it it's like why am I going to pay five mana for that effect? That's stupid. Like, why would mm-hmm. you? Why would you ever pay that? But the thing is, is you're not. It's just, it's just something that's there. Late in the, when you flood out in the game, it's like, uh, oh look, I can do this. It's like it, you drew an extra card. Yeah. Like, it's just it's every just pure value. With,
1: every card with flashback is a two for one.
0: Yep, exactly. And it's just, I, it's awesome.
1: So except for faithless looting because it is card disadvantage. Well,
0: I mean, yeah, it's card disadvantage. <laughs> that's why they had to ban it in some format. <laughs> yeah. Right. We're like not too far. We gotta get rid of it because it's too bad. Yeah, too um, bad.
1: Can't have that kicking around anywhere.
0: Yeah, but dope card. I I would love to see some good converge support because I think that's a really cool mechanic that was underused.
1: All right. fair enough.
0: Um, cool. Also, Clyda Scourge, dope name. Um, <laughs> uh, next up, Tavern Scoundrel, one in a red, for a one three human rogue. Whenever you win a coin flip, create two treasure tokens. One tap sacrifice another permanent. Flip a coin.
1: <laughs> so first things first. Yep. This art should be a vampire. Agree. Second thing, this card is dope and I love the reference to Tavern Swindler. Yeah, I
0: ta- like I saw it. I'm like, ah oh, Tavern Swindler, but
1: <laughs> Both Tavern Swindler and Tavern Scoundrel are effectively, over an infinite period of time, net neutral. (laughs) You never gain or lose anything. Yeah. Unfortunately, or fortunately, (laughs) you don't play Magic over an infinite period of time. Mm -hmm. So, sometimes you get lucky. Sometimes Sometimes you get really not lucky.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know. More coin flip support is not the worst thing in the world for, like, casual.
1: I mean, yes, for casual, it is not the worst thing in the world. Cause yeah, that,
0: that's what I mean. For anything else, though, it's possibly. Ca-
1: yeah, Casual people <laughs> love doing stuff like this. Oh, yeah. If we're being honest, I love doing stuff like this. Yeah. I like. I It's weird. I hate variants, but I like variants when I'm the one who's introducing it. Yeah, right. (laughs) Uh, Granted, that's because I'm cheating and I'm playing like Grark's Thumb and stuff like that.
0: Oh, right. Yeah, right. I mean, come on. (laughs) You're you're not like me where you're like 30% of the time it works every time. (laughs)
1: 30% of the time it works fine. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We, We still haven't done the math on the likelihood of you actually hitting the nut.
0: Oh yeah, it's it's not very high. It's it's yeah. a very low percentage, but it's awesome when you look on somebody's face when you flipped over when you turned to an Emrakul in modern before like you know any of this other nonsense. Like it was just like, <laughs> yeah, uh, I can't believe I won a match with that deck. Let alone a game.
1: Can... Mathematically speaking, eventually you'll win a tournament. All right.
0: long enough timeline. Um, also, I love the thing about this card is, is that it creates two treasure tokens, so you can pay use one treasure token to pay for it, and then sacrifice the other one, and literally basically flip a coin.
1: Yeah, just do stone Cause, nothing because it's
0: because it's a treasure because t- you're flipping treasure tokens and they're typically coins. <laughs> yeah, but okay. <sighs>
1: All right. Next up, we have Iev Progenitor no. Ooze. Two green, green, green for a 2 2 legendary creature ooze storm. <laughs> Ave progenitor ooze isn't legendary if it's a token. Ave mm. enters the battlefield with a plus one, plus one counter on it for each other ooze you control. Uh. This card is dope. <laughs> I love oozes. Oh, I love the God. sheer absurdity that this card's existence is.
0: Oh uh, man, <laughs> uh,
1: we're just we're just gonna
0: put storm on this. Uh, by the way, storm the the copy storm copies create tokens. Yep, as, as yeah, probably guessed with that second line of text. Yeah, but, yeah, this card is dope. Like it is just cool. <laughs> Like, I feel like this is, like, there's some cards where when somebody designed it, you feel like they're just sitting there, like, giggling because they enjoy it so much. This is one of those cards.
1: 100% is one of those cards. The person Mm -hmm. who made this card was, like, so happy with themselves for what they did. Oh, yeah.
0: I I would be.
1: (laughs) Uh. I mean, the the funny thing is, like, putting Storm in green is, like, the safest place to put it, because Storm is the least likely to do stupid things, because they don't get rituals.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Most, I mean, they
0: do get crap tons of mana, though, and early they harvest. They do,
1: but uh, the, the one thing about that is they're not, you know, they're not going up mana when they cast Rampant Growth. Yeah, true. At best, they're mana neutral. Mm-hmm. If they have wave of and stuff. So, mm-hmm. card's dope.
0: Nope. Agreed. Alright, next up we have Throsta Tempest's Roar. 10 green green for a 7-7 seven, seven legendary creature Dinosaur uh, this spell costs three less to cast for each other's spell you cast this turn. <laughs> Look, it's got storm, <laughs> uh, trample, haste, and trample over planeswalkers. This creature can deal excess combat damage to the controller of the planeswalker it's attacking. Uh, Tempest Rare has hexproof as long as it it entered the battlefield this turn.
1: This card is weird. This for is so a weird card. This reasons. is
0: this is interesting card.
1: It is. Interesting. I'll give you that.
0: I mean, the the trample over planeswalkers text is interesting too.
1: I do like but, that.
0: Yeah, it's kind of cool. I, like, I think it's cool. Yeah. Um,
1: this card and, is what a mythic should be. Yeah,
0: I I agree. Yeah, and like you look over that trample over planes, right and you're like, I wonder how that can enter. Like, what they else they can do with. it air quotes that tech you know like can you like giving conditional trample over certain things like if that's some like a direction they want to go or if they just want to do planeswalkers, or you know like I understand they did this for a very specific reason for, for this card but like do they leverage it or anything at all in the future yeah, I don't know. it's just one of those mechanical things I see that's different and you're like huh wonder where this goes but
1: all right right. next up karth the lion two black green for a three five legendary creature human warrior whenever karth the lion enters the battlefield or a planeswalker you control dies look at the top seven cards of your library you may reveal a planeswalker card from among them and put it into your hand The rest on the bottom of your library in a random order Planeswalker's Loyalty Abilities you activate cost an additional plus one to activate.
0: So, uh, I think I put this card on the list.
1: I'm assuming you did.
0: And the intriguing thing about it is that I don't think we've ever seen a card with this, the the Planeswalker symbols in it.
1: We have not.
0: So this is the first one to print it in the rules text of a card referencing anything like that in this fashion um one of the things i've seen a lot on custom magic and i think i i think you could now that they've done war of the spark if they did another set like that that was planeswalker heavy i could see using tech like this in that set where you add additional costs or even add loyalty abilities to planeswalkers using uh things like this or ara's uh like enchant planeswalkers, walkers are, is where you can add abilities to them um, and things yeah. like that. So like, I'm interested that they, that this is the first time they've shown, shown that symbol in the text box and that, and that we've uh, finally got to see it basically is more, more or less why I put this here.
1: Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of like whatever about the potential feature design implications of this card, but the card's cool.
0: That's the only thing I see. So <laughs> otherwise yeah. I'm not interested. <laughs>
1: I mean, and for those who don't remember your high school maths, Mm -hmm. uh, this affects, it's not just affecting the plus ones, it's also affecting the negatives, it's also affecting the zeros. So zero is now a plus one, a negative one is now a zero, a plus one is now a two, and yada yada yada. So this card is actually really good with some planeswalkers that tick Mm -hmm. down for their ability only one.
0: This is really screwing with stuff in some ways.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, fortunately, it's only a 4-3-5.
0: Yeah, I so. mean, it's like... It, yeah, a 4-3-5, that doesn't really do much else, so... Yeah. Okay. Alright. <laughs> uh, next up, we have Garth1Eye. For a solid blueberg. you get a 5-5 legendary creature human wizard. With Tap, choose a card name that hasn't been chosen from Among, Disenchant, Brain Geyser, Terror, Shivan Dragon, Regrowth, and Black Lotus. Create a copy of that card with the chosen name. You may cast the copy. You still pay its costs.
1: This is a weird card. This is a very weird card. <laughs> like... It's a cool card. Mm-hmm. I do have some complaints about the card that probably aren't worth getting into.
0: No, <laughs> probably not.
1: I just like tokens. That's all That's gonna gonna say, They're not
0: complaints about the card.
1: No, it's yeah. I just this card is dope. Yeah, this card I is lo- dope. I I love what it does. I love how it makes one of each color, and it's like it's like, what do you need? I can get it for you, right? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. maybe you just need a dragon. Here's a dragon. there's a dragon. A dragon.
0: I mean, some days, <laughs> some days, some days, I just want a shivan dragon. That's all I want.
1: Yeah, you know, just solid needed shivan dragon.
0: <laughs> uh, but. Yeah, this This is a weird card. It's a cool card though. I mean, I'm pretty sure they're just like ah let's throw black lotus on there for some splash factor.
1: Yeah. Because I mean you gotta have one of everything, right? Artifacts yeah. are so are still something.
0: So. Oh yeah. And like if you have a deck where you just cast a, a fire, you know a, a you know one of every colour <laughs> and slap that on the battlefield and you get a black lotus, what are you doing that's broken?
1: exactly right right like, like th- this is a five mana planeswalker or sorry not a fighter. this is a five mana commander yep. that just be innately of what this card does like most five mana commanders are doing something stupid right yep. you have slivers you have giant dragon shenanigans going on like there you have child of albara like the people who are playing five mana commanders aren't just doing it because they like playing random five mana like they like playing all mana color just casting cool shit right some of them are but the person who is playing this as a five mana commander they just want to do cool shit yeah right
0: they're just like (laughs) hell yeah shift and dragon (laughs) green geyser
1: yeah, yeah you, guys geyser let's do this you're not playing this card as your five mana commander and just being like yeah just once i tap it that black lotus is gonna get me there it's yeah. like no that's not no. what you're
0: doing no 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 you're
1: but... just like i just want to cast sweet things of all colors yep which like
0: perfectly fine you know
1: yeah, yeah. like i appreciate that for what it is yeah
0: okay I'm going to move on to the next card, which apparently is what people who play the Garth don't have.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Next up, we have Moderation. One white-blue enchantment. You can't cast more than one spell each turn. Whenever you cast a spell, draw a card. Hmm. I love the fact that both of these abilities fight against each other. Yep. <laughs> I really appreciate that. It, it,
0: it's a cool design. It's one of those ones you look at though, and you're like, man, whew, that's a that's a tax.
1: That is a tax, but it's not. I would say it's not that much of a tax for blue white, but it kind of is because your I, I, yeah. your opponent just got to be like, all right, I'm gonna cast this one spell as bait, and if you like, you take the bait, and it's like, all right, sweet, you can do nothing.
0: Yeah, you're just screwed.
1: Like you are. All in, and this turns off a lot of things that a lot of blue-white decks will want to play. This turns mm-hmm. off Snapcaster Mage. This yep. turns off anything that flashes things back out of the graveyard or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is a big tax. It's probably like the least impactful in Commander. Because yeah. usually, if you're playing blue-white in Commander, you're just kind of like being that guy, anyways. Like, mm-hmm. I only need to cast one spell a turn to counter your spell, anyways. It's fine. So right.
0: Yeah, I just want to play this in a sphere of safety deck. That's all I know. I'm not surprised because I hate joy. <laughs> all joy. Yep. All right. Uh, next up, we have Batterbone. It is an uh, artifact equipment for two mana. It has living weapon. Uh, Equipped creature gets a plus one plus one and has vigilance and lifelink. Equipped for five.
1: It's an adorable little batter skull.
0: It's a mini batter skull.
1: The equip for 5 is kind of insane.
0: Yeah, but like, 2 mana for
1: this? Yeah. I mean, 2 mana for a 1-1 one, one Vigilance Lifelink is fine. Fine, I mean, it,
0: that's, but like, even like, you can equip it at 5 mana later and stuff like that, getting it out on in the field.
1: Yeah. Like, I think like,
0: I, you give a decent creature Vigilance and Lifelink, I think you're set.
1: Yeah, the card is definitely playable yeah. in Limited.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you're not like... <laughs> You're not throwing this in your modern deck and getting there, I don't think.
1: No, I'm definitely not. You're not throwing this in anything outside of limited and getting yeah, there. But, but it's it cool. Is... I love the
0: callback to Batterskull, too.
1: I'll say, it is an uncommon, and I'm not sure if that's because they think it's good in limited or if they've just... Because it's a reference to Batterskull. Yeah. So, mm. yeah, it's interesting. All right. Finally, <laughs> for our miscellaneous... We have a Dermotaxi. <laughs> two generic mana for a 0 artifact creature vehicle with imprint as Dermotaxi enters the battlefield. Exile a creature card from a graveyard. Tap two have creatures you control until end of turn, Dermotaxi becomes a copy of the imprinted card except it's a vehicle artifact in addition to its other types.
0: I love this card.
1: I know you do. <laughs> I did not understand why you enjoyed this card so much until you explained it to me. And I know, I'm, I I'm still that. just kind of like, I,
0: so it's taxidermy. You're taking a, a dead creature and making it into a taxi, a, a taxi, a, a vehicle, which makes it a taxi. <laughs> also, I, also the joy I get is that Dermo is skin. So you're making it a skin taxi. Um, but basically, you're like, I'm going to take this dead thing, hollow it out, and put a steering wheel in it and slap some wheels on it. And then you just get to, like, uh, I don't know. I just imagine a couple goblins hopping into it and driving away. But <laughs> Oh, yeah. Like, it, how is that not great? I just love it. I just think the card's hilarious. And and honestly, it's a cool effect. I think that is a, a really cool effect to do with vehicles. I mean, because you just get basically get to, you know, reanimate a creature in some ways.
1: Yeah, I do really like that the the crew cost mm-hmm. scales, mm-hmm. you know, because this isn't like a, it's like, oh, I'm going to exile like my Elishnorn and, and, you know, crew it for one mana or anything like yep. that. I'm not going to exile my three mana, three, three and crew it for six mana. This is like, no, it doesn't matter what you exile. Tap two creatures straight up. That yep. is its crew cost.
0: There we go. You got you to gotta have the driver and you got to have somebody in the passenger seat, red and shotgun. You Yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah i love that card so cool stuff all right should we talk about some reprints
1: yeah let's blow through these real quick all
0: right fetch lands dope nope. all right i always use more fetch lands in the world so people stop crying about how expensive they are because they are
1: one can only dream
0: yeah. uh oops i just realized i don't think i oh the reprints are way down here aren't they
1: <laughs> yeah, they're all at the bottom. Uh,
0: I'm like, I don't have my filter for reprints. All right, cool. All right, uh, we're we're just gonna hit these, so I don't, we're not gonna read the cards since they're reprints. If you don't know what they are, go read them. Be literate. Okay. Um, so Karmic Guide.
1: I really like this card actually. Uh, I enjoy playing Naya Kiki chord and mm-hmm. this card just slots perfectly into that deck. So,
0: cool. Another another fun little tool, I guess so. Uh, Solitary Confinement. This card is
1: risky. If this card is too good, it is miserable. (laughs) If this card is not good enough, it's kind of a pointless reprint. Yeah. And there's, like, maybe a spot where this card is, like, fine. Mm -hmm. The one nice thing is there's a lot of... uh effects that say damage can't be prevented which mm-hmm. just blows us out of the water.
0: Yeah, true.
1: So that is one nice thing about it. Just, yeah. Uh, like this card is nowhere near as oppressive as it used to be. It's probably a good way of putting it.
0: Yeah, probably. Cause, I mean there are a lot of those like damage can't be a prevented effects and stuff like that. I know Burn runs a number of them even just to uh,
1: yeah, Burn could like already like I mean la- as of last night new Burn ran like eight and now you like yeah. you can also run stomp. Like yeah, Bone Crusher sense. Giant is a card that is seen playing in modern right now, so.
0: Mhm. Uh, Yeah, Counterspell.
1: Everybody's
0: everybody's blowing it over this one.
1: Yeah, I'm whatever about it.
0: I mean, it's Counterspell. Like, so, is Counterspell too good for Modern, or is it just like... Are we at the point now where we're just like, two mana is too much?
1: (laughs) I don't know if Counterspell was ever too good for Modern, if we're being honest.
0: Fair, I guess.
1: Like, Counterspell is harder to cast than Mana Leak. Mm Mm-hmm. Mana Leak is basically counterspell in modern.
0: Yeah, a lot of times.
1: Right, so this is now a harder to cast version of a card that already no longer sees play. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, it's definitely like it's better than Mana Leak, mm-hmm. definitely. I don't know if it's going to tip the scale in any one direction. So.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: All
0: right, uh, upheaval.
1: Uh everything I said about solitary confinements this card is either like this card is either a pointless reprint cuz it'll do nothing or dear god why did you preprint this cuz it's going to yeah. do something right I'm <laughs> I'm very much in the camp of this card will not do anything
0: Yeah that's what I think too I just like it's 6 mana what are you doing Yeah and like what are you doing with it really is like you know I I I don't see anything but if somebody does find something oh man <laughs> It'll be yeah. awful.
1: Things will happen if this card does something.
0: Yeah. Uh, patriarchs bidding.
1: I know there's no universe where goblin bidding is going to be a thing, but man,
0: needed a reprint.
1: This card needed a reprint. This card was forty. Like this card onslaught version right now was listed as forty five dollars, hmm. and that's probably after the price drop from people selling out. So, dang. Like patriarch's writing is just a really good EDH card. People are really happy to see it's EDH, yeah. so Cool. I'm a fan.
0: All right, flame rift, hell yeah! <laughs> I love flame rift.
1: Yeah, this card's fine.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's probably good enough, but I don't know. I'm a, I'm a big believer in flame rift because I feel like when you play flame flame rift, you know exactly where some like that like. Playing burn is planting your flag. Playing flame fl- flame rift is really planting your flag. Yeah, like because you're r- like you're like one of us is gonna die really fast.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then they play a tarmogoyf, and you're like, it's gonna be me. <laughs> it's
0: gonna be me because I cannot attack or block. But I don't know, pedal to the metal burn. That's what I love. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, gorilla shaman. Uh,
1: this is actually a really nice reprint for Popper because Popper is a thing. I guess I don't know. This, this card oh because
0: oh, the original card was is legal and popper.
1: Yep, the original card okay. was legal and popper, and it was like stupid expensive because no one had copies of it on <laughs> like Magic Online and shit. There you go. Like I think I heard this card was like up to like fifty ticks at one point on Magic Online. Yeah. So shout oh. out to Popper people.
0: There you go. So now you can you know oh, get your you card and up, be happy Pops. and be happy and smile while you sit alone at the table waiting for somebody to come play a game with you. <laughs> Uh, um, imperial, uh, imperial uh, i just i just always think about the sad pop for players at the GP <laughs> yeah, yeah um imperial recruiter is the next card
1: uh also a really sweet card to be reprinted and also plays really well in kiki deck or kiki, yep. kiki decks so
0: i mean that's i think that's also one of those cards where it's like all right it's nice to have some more of them in the world oh yeah um uh Query and ranger
1: this card is sweet. It is one of the coolest cards in uh, Legacy Elves, and I just like this being reprinted. Cool. There's, it's probably nowhere near as good as it is in Legacy because you're not untapping, you know, anything yeah. too crazy. He doesn't
0: say what are you untapping that's destroying everything, but
1: i mean just just like you know this is more mana is the main yeah, thing right so true. like and you can use like modern elves plays um elvish arch druid as to where mm-hmm. legacy doesn't so like you do have a creature to untap that will okay. give you yeah. a um a uh, guy's critical effect there we go okay yeah uh, i almost had to pull it out to read his name because i forgot what it's called but <laughs> No. Um, hey kid, this card is definitely this is a really really safe reprint because elves is not good that mm-hmm. might make elves okay
0: yeah it, it, the you're not going getting it into the sky by any means yeah no so uh titania protector of argoth
1: i love this card i have played this card in legacy and it does cool things
0: so just having it more places is better this is a commander I, card huh
1: okay yeah originally out of commander i really like i do really like this card i don't think it's going to be good in modern but if titania is playable and good in modern modern is the best it's ever been I'm All right, just straight up saying that so
0: it, it's in a good spot like there's certain cards where you're like if this card's good like the world is fine
1: yes exactly
0: Okay, uh, Shardless Agent.
1: Dope reprints.
0: Yep, probably won't do anything.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, there's already three <laughs> mana Cascade yeah. cards. This is the single best three mana Cascade card ever printed. Yeah. But the decks that would play this... There are decks that could play this. Mm-hmm. Will it change anything? Probably not. Yeah. Uh,
0: but, all right. Uh, Vindicate. Solid card good card, does, nice to have. I It mean, does and,
1: what it needs to do.
0: It, it does exactly what it needs to do, and even some of the cards that are similar to it, you could look at them and be like, and make a case for them. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, and I like I like it that it's in that position. Like, this is just the simplest, easiest version of the card, and the other things just do, are slightly different, and, um, uh, you know, I, I yeah. think that's cool.
1: Yeah, they have their own positives and negatives, depending mm-hmm. on what you need, so.
0: Alright. Uh, Cursed Totem. This
1: card is... We don't see hate cards like this much anymore. No, from Mirage. Yeah, this is this is a powerful hate card, and not what it like not the kind of cards that normally hate things out either. Yeah, like this hates out creatures Mm -hmm. in a decent way.
0: Yeah, right.
1: I don't want to say good because like,
0: what creatures are we are we activating?
1: Modern, uh modern, he- Heliod Ballista is, like, okay. the top deck in the format. In modern? Pretty sure.
0: Is Ballista legal
1: in modern stuff? Ballista was banned on a Pioneer, not modern. Oh,
0: that's what I'm thinking of. Sorry.
1: Okay. Yeah, people have been calling for, like, a Heliod ban in modern.
0: They should just ban Heliod in modern and pop in, uh, Pioneer, and then make Ballista legal again, so that they should definitely... So that I can play Noodle.
1: Definitely... <laughs> unban ballista in this is so ear. fun. <laughs> I don't care what has to be banned, make ballista playable and by
0: Yeah. Ear. Free mind twist. Um and then uh last up, uh Cabal Coffers.
1: This card will never do anything in any universe ever in modern. Yep. Thank God they reprinted it.
0: Yep. It's nice and super yeah like like sometimes you just want the reprint.
1: Yeah but commander reprints are important
0: Oh, and I'm gonna yeah. an aud- I'm going audible one in here too if that's okay Zurinorb. Uh mishra's factory oh that okay. hell yeah. yeah it's fine I mean, it's not that good but I just I just love that card because <laughs> I get because I mean, standstill
1: so mishra's factory is better than mutavolt if you're not playing trauma synergies yeah right if you <laughs> asked me I would have told you this card was already in modern right yeah <laughs> <laughs> this Shows is some of those I cards know. where
0: some of those cards where you're like, oh, this card's on. It. It's like like Disc, right? Yeah, it's like, like it's just, you, oh, yeah, okay. You
1: never see Nevernroll's Disc in its I, old frame, no, so yeah. you just assume it's in modern at some it's point. Like, oh yeah.
0: like I mean, but like, and who's like clamoring to be like, oh, god goddamn, I need to get that Nevernroll's Disc in my deck? Yeah, you know, right? No. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I mean, honestly, though, like, even though we're kind of begging on. You know, Nevi's disc and stuff like that. I li- I do like all the reprints and stuff, even stuff like Angelic Curator, which like, you know, who who knew what that card did beforehand? I did, but you know, like, <laughs> you know, some of them are just kind of weird. But I don't know. I like I like that they're getting some new ones into modern and reprinting some old cards, especially with the watermarks. Hell yes, watermarks.
1: Yeah, I really I really like the callback with watermarks. Marks, I appreciate mm-hmm. that. So,
0: all right, so Modern Horizons two. What do you think?
1: It definitely... S- so, I didn't think Modern Horizons 1 was that overly powerful. Yeah. Uh, you, you may have arg- been a titch wrong. You could argue that I was wrong, but I just still just think people are whiny bitches. Oh,
0: I mean, you're, I think you're correct.
1: <laughs> yeah. This set seems less powerful than my initial impression of Modern Horizons 1.
0: I would agree with that assessment.
1: So, eh.
0: So, like, three cards ban? (laughs)
1: God, what is... People... What card was, like, doing things and people were already, like, calling for a ban on? I don't even remember. People are dumb, is all it amounts to. Pretty sure it's a card that, like, we didn't even talk about because I thought it was boring also.
0: Yeah. I don't know. It's I don't know. We'll we'll have to see what happens with stuff with it, but like I don't know. Set looks cool. Um some of the stuff I'm like hell yeah about for sure. Uh, I don't know if I'm I, and maybe it's because it's not as fresh, but I'm just I don't think uh, the the hype factor is as much as um Modern Horizons 1. But still, there's some really cool stuff like um I mean, you know, it's dumb that I'm excited about this, but like Flame Rift, <laughs> you know. I just see that as one step closer to Price of Progress, but, you know, I know that's not true. Um, see,
1: that's that's the card I actually want them to reprint into Modern is oh, Price of Progress, but... Yeah, I just want them to
0: punish people for their sins.
1: Yeah, but I feel like they're never going to give us that. I
0: don't think they will, because I think they're sane people.
1: Not to mention... Man, people would explode about it online.
0: Oh, people would be pissed about it they online?
1: There would be so much rage about, like... Watsy basically like shadow banning people playing two color decks.
0: Yeah, oh, I so love it.
1: Making burn the best thing possible It's like,
0: yeah. Get bent.
1: <laughs> you know how easy it is to fight burn. You really think that's the worst thing that could be the? I mean, to right? be fair, if burn is the best deck, it's not good for play.
0: It's except not. A, it's not a good format if burn is the best deck. To be honest, say,
1: yeah. Except it is because at the same time. Modern Burn is a lot of it, more about playing to the battlefield. Yeah,
0: true. Which... I just want to play Legacy Burn and everything, though, which is not good for the format.
1: Yeah. I mean, even then, though, it would be debatable if it's better than Is it Blitz.
0: I mean, true, yeah.
1: Which is, like, the best deck in modern right now.
0: Which is so. awesome.
1: I don't little, care. I think all, that's cool as hell. All them prowess <laughs> creatures, just too good. Too good. Lob- lava dart pushed them over the edge right <laughs> which is fascinating uh, uh,
0: i don't know it'll be cool to see the effects of the form of the the new set and everything in modern um i i'm sure we will hear modern players whine like crazy because that's what they do boom
1: <laughs> man as soon as like literally anything from modern horizons starts like Either like creates a new deck in the format or like makes yeah. a deck that used to be garbage just like too far like that freaking Merfolk god. If suddenly Merfolk becomes playable because of all like the Merfolk reprints, you're gonna be hearing people clamoring for a Merfolk ban. Right. Like, oh ban Lord of Atlantis, it's too oppressive, blah 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 blah, blah. It's like Yeah.
0: Why? what world do we live in, right?
1: I'd say why do I hate people so much, but then like people you already just know. exist. And <laughs> I'm just like, you deserve it you deserve to be hated
0: <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> but all right so so that's our, our opinion of the set i guess so uh, we'll wrap up our modern horizons talk here um next week we'll, we'll be streaming more than likely i'm guessing right
1: yes for, for
0: at least a week we'll see if we we double it up since we doubled up episodes but i don't we'll know see like what that. Happens. we'll see what happens see how frisky we get with streaming but um so yeah uh you can shoot us some feedback uh send an email to the local gmail.com catch us on twitter at the local meta pc uh head to the local so you can find a link to the stream for next week saturday 9 p.m central uh we'll be there streaming something fun i guarantee that i don't know what game it is but it will be fun um
1: we'll at least find it fun right. or soul crushing well, you know, one of the two
0: or both um both Maybe we'll be be those. A,
1: a roller coaster of misery.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, you can also find links to the Discord, which is always party time, um, and to our Patreon, which, because you're having so much fun, you're going to throw money at us. So um, come check everything out. And yeah, next week, John, anything you got to say? No. Cool, you're in it still, right too. So uh, <laughs> we will catch you next time.